on this episode of Free Beer and Real Estate. Get on Nextdoor, make your name Mike Ferrante Century 21. Tony, remember that event a couple of years ago when uh, Brenda won the Tesla? Remember Brenda started the trend putting her ID or something in her name so that it made it easy for people to connect with her and she got points. I took that and extrapolated it to real estate. Whenever you can put Century 21 in your name or your company in your name, do it. Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Okay, today we're going to talk about three simple methods to get more business. So if you don't want more business, stop watching or listening right now, because that's what we're talking about is more business. Now, Tony, if you're one of those lucky people that has more business than you want, that's a great place to be. And maybe instead you're working on doing better business, but uh, right, Yvette. Yeah. So if you want more business, you are in the right place. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar. I run a team called the 21 Mike team. Uh, we're on pace, Tony, this year to sell over 700 houses. We're still fighting for that first place spot with Century 21, but we will get there. And the best way to reach me is email mike at 21mike.com. And if you want to schedule an appointment with me, you can go there too. There's a little appointment button right at the top of the website. You can schedule a 15-minute consultation with me if you want to talk real estate, teams, anything like that. Uh, Tony Geraci, our broker at Homestar, joins us every Tuesday, uh, except for those rare occasions where he's got something going on, which is like once a year. Otherwise, Tony's here every Tuesday to impart his wisdom on us. And uh, Tony, best way to reach you is via text, right? 216-374-1269. That is right. I like the text as I'm texting now and trying to put my phone upside down. I have to do that. <laughs> Tony, you all are the come king. in. They never stop. <laughs> yeah, you are the king of multitasking. Uh, maybe only- no, I actually- I actually think I um, I thought I was a multitasker, but I think I'm ADD. I like to do a lot of different things one at a time. Like I'll do something for 10 seconds, then a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you're able to shift from task to task, which is, yes, a, I which am. is a real gift. Now I my like wife, to do. Brenda, who runs the back end side of the brokerage there, she can do five things at once, all con concurrently, which I could never right. understand. But anyway, right. uh, so if you're a great multitasker, that's probably a great way to grow more business. You could do all of these things at once, which isn't true, of course. But let's let's dig into this, Tony. We're going to give our top three here uh, kind of a greatest, greatest hits list. And if we have time, we'll throw in a couple more. But we're going to talk about the best ways to grow business. And today, I wanted to focus a lot on free or inexpensive things. So Tony, I know you know the answer to this question, but to this day, and as it has always been, what is the number one source for realtors business? Where do people find their agent? You are, oh, there were people, their sphere of influence. Exactly. And just in layman's term, tell us what that is. What's, what's your sphere of influence? How do people find us? Basically, people that know you, people that recommend you, your fans, your family, acquaintances, anybody that knows your name is kind of in your sphere of influence. If they just know you from somewhere, if, if that answers your question. It does. <laughs> so I, I've heard it termed this way, people who know, like, and trust you. Okay, so that could be your friends, your past clients, your work, your workmates, people who, if asked, 
would recommend you or use you in a transaction. Now, people are probably saying, agents are probably saying, yeah, Mike, I get that. My phone rings occasionally. I get a referral. The difference between waiting for the phone to ring and getting those referrals is that we need to be actively working to get more referrals out of our sphere of influence. And Tony, we've talked about this many times in the past, but I wanted to mention it because it's still the number one way we get business. So, you know, you have a great system where you follow up with people on a very regular basis. So what I'm suggesting to agents, to anyone who's a small business owner, the people who are already your raving fans, if you would just stay in touch with them, call them once a quarter, twice a year, something, send them something of value, stop by and visit, have coffee with them, you know, uh, send them little gifts send them emails, but something of value, some way to stay in touch with your sphere of influence. Uh, Tony, I know you, you could, you and I could talk about this for an hour, but give me in a nutshell here, your summary of what agents should be doing uh, to stay in touch with their sphere of influence. There's many different things, but number one thing right now I, I've been telling agents, especially with the real estate market being top of mind and in the news and values of home where the market is, just giving a market update. Kind of like if you have investments, if you have a retirement plan, what do you get every month? You get a statement, either emailed or sent to you of what the value is of your statement. You have something to send everybody in your sphere every month. Here is the value of your house. This is what happened in your area. I tell people their value of their house changes with every sale in their market. It could be a dollar more. It could be a thousand dollars more. And you just tell people, look at what the value, what I think the value of your house should be. And here's a let. So every month you could have an email, but again, it takes time you know, to, to do that. But if you have good people in your sphere and you keep in touch with them and to tell them what the, the biggest asset they have, or what's the value. So that's the number one thing I would tell people to stay in touch with people about because you have the data and you can do it. Uh, it's just the time to do it. And I'm going to give you the script right now. This is what our coach uh, is telling us to do. It's just, hey, Tony, it's Mike. How you doing? And then at some point you say, a lot of people have been asking me about the real estate market. Is it going to crash? They're seeing these rising rates, inflation, uh, economic uncertainty, do you have any questions about your home's value or the real estate market that I could answer for you? So you come from a place of service, not sales. And I know the pushback I get from agents, Tony, is, oh, I don't want to call my sphere. They, it makes it feel like I'm selling them something. The script I just gave you right there, play it back if you want to hear it again. It's a great script just to say, I know people are freaking out. Can I answer any questions for you? Can I help you with anything? Done. Exactly. I mean, it's as simple as that. And again, you're not selling them anything. They're just keeping your name and your information top of mind. That's right. So number two, number one is sphere of influence. We, we harp on that, but it's for good reason. About 70% of realtors business, about 70% of people find their agent through their sphere of influence, referral, someone they, they know. Number two, I know agents who have built their businesses, Tony, on open houses. Now, I don't want to hear the groans. I hear you, some of you going, open houses, those don't work. BS, open houses work, but you guys who say they don't work, you're doing them wrong. So, Tony, next later this month, we're going to do another session on how to do open houses right. We're going to spend 20 minutes on open houses. My quick summary for you today is publicize the heck out of them everywhere. Don't just put up two signs, put up 20, 30 signs, and then 
work the door like you're keeping teenage kids out of a bar. Everybody signs in, okay? When I work an open house, I've got my pad. I've got the pad right here in my pen. You do not get in my open house unless you give me a name, a phone number, and an email address. And I don't care if the name is Mickey Mouse, but I'm getting a name. And then follow up with those people. Right. And this and in today's world of not trustworthy, you know, and just safety, it, it, all you have to do is if you're a seller, I go, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, do you mind that that we require knowing the people's names? phone numbers, email address when they come in. Give me, I want you to give me that direction that I have to do it. So when the people come in, it's not my rules, the seller's rules. So for safety reasons and just knowing when, well, who's in and out of the house, we need a name and, and phone number and email address for you to let you into the open house. You're allowed to do that. That's not discriminatory. It's just asking for information. And if I was a seller, I would want that anyways too. Damn straight. Good stuff, Tony. So that's number two, open houses. And I'm not exaggerating, guys, when I tell you that there are agents who built their business on open houses. Number three, ready? Farming a neighborhood. Okay, so as a big time listing agent, we're carrying 125, 130 listings right now. I've been on hundreds, maybe thousands of listing appointments. Is it hundreds or thousands? Either way, a lot of listing appointments. And I can tell you one of the toughest objections that I come up against when I'm on a listing appointment is, oh, I'm going to work with the area expert, the person who lives in my neighborhood, the person whose sign I see in my neighborhood over and over and over again. That is a very hard objection to overcome. So I'm telling you, if you guys will farm a neighborhood or two or three, whatever you can manage, that is a great way to build your business. Now, what is farming a neighborhood? It's knocking on doors. It's sending mailers. It's sponsoring the block party if they have one. It's doing. It's getting involved in your neighborhood and making sure every single person in that neighborhood knows that you are the area expert. Tony, anything to add on farming a neighborhood? And again, it could be very easy. Is that uh, you know all time and money being equal? Is that every sale, if you have a neighborhood that you want to farm, every sale, let everybody know. Say, if, you know, if there, someone said, I, I, don't, I have all the time in the world and all the money in the world. What should I do? Farm a neighborhood. Every sale, mail, just sold. This is what it sold for. This was listing price. This was sold price. This day is on market. Here's the information. You're just giving them information. You don't have to say you were the listing agent. You don't have to say you were the buyer's agent, but you continually do that they won't remember who was on the sign. They don't know the buyer's agent or seller's agent. That's your neighborhood. And you haven't even sold a house in that neighborhood yet. So you could, you don't have to wait to have a house for sale. You just start saying, I want to be in this neighborhood. Let's start updating these people of every sale that happens in their neighborhood or surrounding areas. So you don't have to wait. Uh, again, you want to, uh, it's in a city. So you could just say it was a neighborhood in one, in like say Solon, but you want to pick a certain area in Solon. Uh, you just once a month, here's, 100 people, 100 people in the neighborhood, I want to send every month of what's sold in Solon. And then you become the expert in that area because they see you more than anybody else. That's right. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., Contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. 
And yes, mailers can, can add up. They can be expensive, but you know what? Knocking on doors is free. And what do you say when you knock on the door? You know, because I know a lot of these neighborhoods have no solicitation policies or people have the no solicitation signs. You know what? You're not selling anything. Once again, it's coming from a place of service, not sales. And you just want to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Mike from Century 21. I live down the street. Just wanted to introduce myself and, you know, let you know I live here. I'm the area expert. Here's my card. If you ever have any real estate questions, please feel free to call me anytime. Is there anything I can answer for you right now? Simple script, you know, something like that, just to get your name out there. Exactly. And you just have information for them. So you're just like, hey, I'm just passing out information about what's happening in the neighborhood, what's happened in the city. Here, here, give it, uh, give it to you. You, you could get door hangers. Again, it's just a time to do it and a, a budget. So I tell agent, if you want to print things to, to hang on doors or, or mail things, you just set up a budget, you know, for advertising budget and, and just set it and forget it, so to say, and send it out. Here's the 10 most recent sales in our neighborhood. Just thought you might like this information. Do videos on the neighborhood. You know, YouTube, get involved in the local Facebook group. We have a Ethan's Green Facebook group here. Nextdoor.com. Get on those websites. Get on those groups. And whenever somebody has a question, answer those questions. And by the way, especially in Nextdoor, I have a, a pro tip for you. Write this down. Get on Nextdoor. Make your name. Mike Ferrante, Century 21. Tony, remember that event a couple of years ago when uh, Brenda won the Tesla? Remember, Brenda started the trend putting her ID or something in her name so that it made it easy for people to connect with her and she got points. I took that and extrapolated it to real estate. Whenever you can put Century 21 in your name or your company in your name, do it. Uh, yep, exactly. And I, I see agents doing that all the time with their, their phone, their uh, Facebook, everything. So they, they, the people know, you know, they see it in your name. You don't have to change your name legally. <laughs> Just put a dash after your last name. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But hey, changing your name legally could work too, right? All right. So I'm going to recap our top three. And then I've got a bonus one, Tony. And then I'm going to throw it in your lap and see if you have a bonus one you want to add. So our top three ways to get more business today is fear of influence, open houses, farm a neighborhood. Now, my bonus one, this is something that I have dominated over my real estate career. I'm a natural networker. So what do I mean by networking? I'm going to give you a couple examples. So let's say you're really skilled at working with seniors. You might network with estate attorneys. You might network with people who run assisted living facilities, or even independent living facilities, people who cater to the needs of seniors. If you get to know them, if you give them something of value, if you sponsor their events, okay, maybe a senior living facilities having an open house, get involved. What can I do? I want to pay for the entertainment. I want to set, you know, in, in exchange for that, can I set up a table and answer questions for, for people? Can I bring you coffee? You know, maybe they have a staff meeting every Friday at 10 a.m. and can I, can I sponsor the donuts and coffee for your, for your Friday staff meeting? Go to that meeting every week if they'll let you. Okay, this is what I mean by networking. Pick a target audience and get to know the people that serve that audience in other fields. Tony, networking, anything to add? 
No, that's great. Anything that you could connect with people in anything, uh, what's easiest for you. Like I had one agent who just tried it when I coach agent, I just said, Hey, what, what do you do already and get involved with? Let's try to see how you can market yourself with things and, uh, and kind of grow from there. Because if you're, you're going to network with things and do things and get involved with things that you're not interested in, or it's, it's very painful for you to, to do, you're not going to keep doing it. You know, so find things that you enjoy uh, to be around people. If you don't enjoy being around people, it's going to be a hard, hard, hard career in real estate. Yeah, you probably picked the wrong business, but I'll give you another couple examples in case you're scratching your head saying, I don't know who to network with, Mike. So we live in an area, Tony, where there's point of sale inspections. In order to have the privilege of selling your home in certain cities, as I like to say, you have to get an inspection from the city and they give you a list of violations that you have to cure or have the, the buyer assume. So who do they call? Handymen, plumbers, electricians. So what if you could network with those folks so that when they're in someone's home and they say, oh, I'm getting ready to sell my house, here's my point of sale list. If you have a great network of, of those types of people that you're giving something of value to, maybe you're referring them, maybe you're helping them grow their business, maybe you're recommending them on Facebook and Nextdoor whenever someone says, I need an electrician, okay, and, and they start getting business from you, the light's going to go off when they're in that person's home. Oh, you have a point of sale list? Do you have a realtor yet? Mike Ferrante is great. He works this area. Would you like his name and number? That's networking, guys. It's proactively and strategically working to get to know people that you don't already know. Exactly. That's great. All right. So I gave you four. Tony, I'm going to let you think about number five if you have one. But I'm going to recap. Uh, I'll give you the five, the fifth. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> let's, then, and then we'll recap. Go ahead. The fifth, which has always been there since the dawn of time, or uh, five and five and a half is for sale by owners and expired listings. Listen, and I almost say this every day to agents, uh, you know, about getting business is that these are people that are, are know you know, they're selling. So it's the quickest way to get business, but for sale by owners, if you just get your foot in the door and at least let you explain, honestly, when I see it's kind of like someone who's sick that doesn't like going to the doctor. You you want to explain, you have to go to a doctor. There's a reason to go to the doctor. They'll make you bet. They'll do something for you. You have to have that mentality. And real estate, 95% of people use a realtor to sell their house in the country. If you get that into them, what do they, because a lot of agents say, well, the first thing, well, they're selling themselves because they don't trust realtors and they don't, they don't, they want to save the money. Well, why does 95% of the, the country doesn't see the value in not using a realtor? They use a realtor. So, and you go in there and say, listen, you can sell your house by yourself, but you're definitely 100% not going to get the highest and best price for your house. So what would you like to do? There's a reason behind that. There's a whole lot, lot of scripts, but expireds. A lot of agents say, well, I don't go with expires. It didn't sell. But every expired listing, every seller that ever wants to sell eventually sells. It, you know, There's no property that I know of, Mike, in 30 years is still on the market that was 30 years ago. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it will eventually sell. It's what price and time. So these are always going to be there, the for sale by owners and expires. And you, there's always opportunity there. You just got to figure out what's the best system for it. And to tell you a system that I had agents have experience with, and I don't know if you used in the past, Mike, the Red X. Yep. 
if you have the redx.com is where you can get expireds and for sales uh, by owners sent to you with their phone number, their scrub for do not call. And they have a call uh, router or a call uh, automatic call system where you can just hit a button, connect to your phone, and it'll do the calling for you. I mean, the dial, the number for you and give you the data on how long it's been on the market, what price changes, how many times it had. It's for the amount of money. I think they charge like 80 to $100 a month. It's worth it if you really want to do it. And it's it, it, you'll get business. It's just yeah, you're gonna get some some nasty grams and nasty calls, but you got That's that's part of the job. That's right. And if you're willing to put in the time, you'll start to see your numbers. If I dial the phone for four hours, I get two appointments. From those two appointments, I get one listing. And what do you make on your average listing? You can extrapolate that. In our market, it's two hundred thousand. So let's just call it five grand. So that means for every four hours I dial. I make $5,000 gross. It's not bad. That's uh, $1,250 an hour. If I told you that I could give you a job where you made $1,250 an hour, would you take it? I'm going to recap our top five here, Tony. And then uh, Tony, we're going to hit some of these scripts. These business sources coming up this month, uh, we're going to hit some of these scripts in more detail. But here's our top five. Your sphere of influence, open houses, farming and neighborhood, networking, and FISBOs and expires. But Mike, this was the top three things, top three ways to grow business. That's because Tony and I over-deliver. We give you more than you expect, and that's why. So Tony, thanks again for joining us every week. Uh, any parting words? No, thanks, uh, everybody. And then speaking of scripts, before we even go into them, uh, our Century 21 agents go to 21 online, go into our university. There's a whole script library of all different kinds of scripts that Century 21 has compiled from many decades of uh, servicing agents. So these are proven scripts in there. They're not uh, just made up yesterday. So go check those out if you're looking for some. Great, guys. If you need me, it's Mike at 21mike.com or just hit me up at the website, 21mike.com. Schedule an appointment with me right there. And please, if you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, like, share, comment, tell us what you think. If you have a method we didn't mention, drop it. And we'll, we'd love to talk about that as well. So take care, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a good day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.